Hey guys, this is the Power of Oxygen First podcast, and I'm your host, Dot Rock. I am an entrepreneur, a mom, a stepmom, and a scaling consultant who is obsessed with the art of hiring support and that dirty word we call delegation. I'm a recovering perfectionist who pushed my body and my limits to the extreme until one fateful day, I learned that just like pilots, I needed to take care of myself first. This podcast is all about the journey to healing, to getting clear on the desires of your heart, stepping into them with courage, and leaning into and asking for support. I hope you feel inspired to do less, to follow your passions, and infuse them into your daily life and truly claim the life you were meant to live. Well, hello, my podcast friends. Okay, well, this episode is not what I had on the agenda, and um, I'm just going to dive right in and go ahead and get off track and just share what's kind of going on in my life right now. Um, uh, At the beginning of the year, one of my first podcasts that I recorded was on the beach in Mexico with with waves crashing all around me Um, and this just message I felt like I was receiving about being truly present and feeling what's happening and realizing that sometimes the waves are really big um, and that they crash over us and they can be scary and they have a lot of energy but it's it also always dies down it, it recedes and those waves that crash they they go back out into the ocean so um that's sort of what my life has felt like all of 2024 um we have a lot hitting us we have a family member who has fallen back into addiction and that is heartbreaking and it's crushing and it hits our family and me and all of us in heavy waves and I don't know when that's going to go away but um and I don't want to share that because I don't want to out that person but I also want to hold my truth that that carries a lot of sadness and grief and anger and frustration and fear and a lot of stuckness not knowing how to deal with that Um, and how to be graceful, and how to love that individual, um, and how to show up for that. So that's very real in our lives right now, Um, but also on a more personal, even more personal note, um, I had a mammogram a, a week ago, and that mammogram was because I felt some lumps. It was also time for my annual mammogram. I've been doing mammograms since I was like, I don't know, in my early 30s. I have a maternal aunt, my mom's sister, who died of premenopausal breast cancer. And my grandma also had breast cancer. And so I have, um, so, and there's a bunch of colon cancer in the family. So I have an increased risk of breast cancer is what that boils down to. So I also have what we call extremely dense breasts uh, when I have a mammogram, which means I'm very lumpy and it's really hard to tell what's what's of issue and what's not. Um, So I am very routine about my mammograms and um, I went in for a mammogram and the results this time for the breast that had all of the lumps were fine, but the other breast 
had um, some calcification, which is new since my mammogram one year ago. So I'm going in for a biopsy. And I share this because it is terrifying. And it becomes, I think, really hard to do all the things that I share with you that we should do to take care of ourselves. It's really hard to do oxygen first, at least for me, when I am feeling, I think, anxiety um, and this stuckness of waiting for this biopsy. But also, I'm just going to be really vulnerable here and share that initially I went in for this mammogram. It, it was a snow day and Dominic had a hockey tournament that we needed to leave for. So school was canceled. I had a mammogram. So I brought Dom with me to the mammogram, left him in the waiting room, did the mammogram. And on the first, when they when I, we went in, they said that this mammogram was going to be uh, unilateral, just the right side. And I was like, well, let's just do both since it's time for my annual. And the lady agreed with me. We did both sides. So, of course, we end up finding something in the left side that was unplanned. And that's where the calcification is. So they did a bunch of extra images. The radiologist came in. We did ultrasound, all of that. And so the plan is to have a breast biopsy. So after this mammogram, I got in the car and drove for the next eight hours to our hockey tournament up in Fraser, Colorado, because we were driving through snow. It took us forever. It was cold. It was yucky. And I cried a lot. And I have to admit to you, I cried a lot because I was mostly devastated because I actually had, in two weeks' time, I had surgery planned. And this isn't something I've shared with many people at all, but I was going to do fat transfer to my breast at a ver- at a specialist in North Carolina, Dr. Bednar, and I've had this planned for years and I've wanted to do this and I just have a lot of extra skin from my breast growing so significantly when I was pregnant and then nursing for 15 months and I lost a lot of breast tissue. Um, I feel great naked. I feel really um, wonderful in my body, but I have struggled with some of the extra skin, particularly in bathing suits, bikinis. And it's been a real issue for me. And a couple years ago, I thought, well, I can actually do something about this. And at first I had so much shame around considering plastic surgery. I knew I did not want breast implants. Um, Having an autoimmune disease and just knowing how inflammatory my body is, that sounded really terrible. But I eventually found this breast fat transfer specialist that only specializes in this and he does this in thin athletic women. I know a lot of people are always like, well, how are you going to find any fat on your body? And that's what this doctor specializes in. So I had that scheduled for the end of February and I'm telling you, I was so excited. I had been journaling about that for years. I had been, as it it was getting closer, just so like, I felt so aligned that I was doing this for myself, that I was taking this step, that I was investing in myself like this. And I felt so confident knowing I was going in the right direction. And so this mammogram blasted me. (laughs) 
And I called the plastic surgeon right away and, and told them what was up. And they said, yeah, you can't have a biopsy that close to surgery. We'll have to reschedule you. This is the third time I've had to reschedule. Um, so I'm devastated. And that's what I focused on really the first few days. And I really let myself be disappointed. And like, I actually shared with my husband how uncomfortable I am in bikinis. And I don't think I've really done that previously, like a little bit touched the surface, but I'm pretty good at not going deep on my own emotions, especially if I think somebody else might judge them. So, um, I did all of that and then I shifted within a couple of days. I shifted to like, holy shit, this is scary to have to deal with this, to have a biopsy coming up. So I'm having, um, a biopsy tomorrow. So that has kind of rocked my world and I'm not going to lie. So I want to share a little bit about, um, <laughs> first of all, I keep thinking like, oh my gosh, am I oversharing? But then I realize I probably have like just a couple of listeners and you're like my secret listeners and thanks for supporting me in this journey. Um, so I also realize that this isn't like thousands of people listening to my, my raw vulnerability, but this is it. So I think I just want to share a little bit of how I'm continuing to try to reground myself and what those practices look like, even though I wouldn't say I feel terribly grounded. So one of the first things I did last week when we got home from the hockey tournament was I made kitchery for myself. Um, and if you don't know what kitchery is, it is an Ayurvedic food that is made of mung beans and basmati rice and a bunch of different spices like turmeric and um, a number of things and you put it all to and ghee we put ghee in there and I put it in my instant pot I'll be happy to share the recipe I'll share it on social media and it just helps with inflammation it helps with grounding it helps with a detoxification in the body and it helps just cleanse, it helps me feel cleansed. Um, I'll have an Ayurvedic specialist or a couple of them on this podcast soon and they can talk a little bit more about it. But I'm telling you, I learned about this in yo a yoga practice probably eight years ago and it's something that I make when I just feel like I need grounding. So I make kitchery and I put avocado on top and I put cilantro and lime juice and I eat it um, and I'll add some chicken here and there or hard-boiled eggs or something to have some additional protein but I will eat it for a couple of days especially for breakfast and lunch just to get grounded so that's one of the first things that I did um, when I got home and then I just really stepped a little bit deeper into being kind and loving to my body and so that's when I do increased hygiene like I spend extra time on flossing my teeth at night I spend extra time brushing my teeth in fact I'll go in the bathroom and brush my teeth a couple times during the day it makes me feel clean it makes me feel like I'm really respecting my body and loving myself it has been hard for me to go to the gym but that's another one um, it's very rare that going to the gym is a hard thing for me. It's one of my joy cards. I love going to the gym. And I think that 
what I'm noticing is when I feel ungrounded and I have something that I'm anxious about, like this biopsy, I don't want to do the things that make me feel joy. It's strange, but um, I've had to force going to the gym and, and to do that, I've been like, well, you don't have to do your full workout. You can just walk on the treadmill or get on the rebounder or do something and then you can go get a green juice. Um, and so that's been kind of one of my tricks, but, and I've also like, I had a couple of days where I didn't go to the gym. My son also through all this got really sick and he's been, he had strep a couple of weeks ago. And then this week he came down with a really bad chest cold. So I've been just taking care of him, which also helped me feel pretty ungrounded because I'm like kind of self-sacrificing too much. So I've had to be really aware of that and sit down and journal and do some of those practices that help me feel grounded. Um, the other thing is just longer walks with the dog and more frequent or, or more frequent short walks with the dog, um, just to be out in nature. Um, and the other thing is that I've been doing is sharing what's going on with me with my friends, like reaching out and asking for support. And that's hard. I don't want to feel vulnerable. I don't want to share this. I just want the news to say I'm the biopsy is fine and we're just moving forward with life. But I don't know. It doesn't feel aligned to hide it. And so I've been sharing it with friends and sharing my vulnerability with my friends. And I'm doing that here on this podcast. So what I have noticed is our bodies are really intuitive and wise and we really feel everything through our hearts and it's okay to pause and really have no agenda for yourself except to love yourself more and to be really gentle with our own hearts and to honor these big feelings. I did a Sarah Blondin meditation yesterday. She is my absolute favorite on Insight Timer. And she said this, this statement that really hit me. Little by little, these places that feel impossible to hold shrink and deflate under the power of your love. And I feel like that statement is exactly what's going on for me. And just taking the queen shower and deep conditioning my hair and shaving my legs and exfoliating and doing a face mask and spending more time on my teeth. While that seems really strange, but that like surge of self-love is helping shrink and deflate this impossible circumstance. And I just, it makes me believe even more in this power of putting ourselves first and really nurturing ourselves. Um, the power of oxygen first, right? So my heart is really showing me that I can hold this and move through this and deflate these huge emotions slowly and that it'll get better. And I'm just letting these waves hit me. So I just wanted to share this in case anyone else is going through anything hard or it feels like it will never get better or that the waves keep coming. 
I think the way we get through it is we honor ourselves, we honor those feelings, we respect ourselves, and we pour a little bit extra into ourselves with whatever feels like love to us. And we can deflate it and move through it. And these are the ways that I'm doing that. Happy Monday. You're probably going to listen to this on a Tuesday or whenever you do. I hope you can infuse some of these practices and add an extra dose of gratitude. That is the thing that on top of all of this has really helped me move through the emotions is finding five things I'm grateful for throughout the day and just pausing and feeling that and feeling that little bit higher vibration of joy when a lot of the feelings feel really sad right now and scary and fearful and all of that. So I am sending you love and sending you a signature dot hug, which many people say is one of the best hugs they've ever had. So sending you hugs and love and peace. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to another episode of the Power of Oxygen First podcast. I hope you walk away feeling inspired to do less, to follow your passions and infuse them into your daily life and truly claim the life you were meant to live. And I hope that you start leaning into the art of receiving support. I'm here to support you on that journey. Find me at dotrockconsulting.com or dot underscore rock underscore on Instagram. I'd love it if you'd go follow me and shoot me a quick DM and let me know what takeaway from this episode hit you the hardest. Sending you love and adventures on this beautiful day.